Hello? Brapod, episode three. Welcome back. <laughs> and I enjoyed John guest hosting, but people like John too much, so fuck John. He's not coming back for a while. Banished <laughs> from the pod. <laughs> the Brapod, pardon my language. And we have big news since the first, uh, or since our last episode. Our namesake uh, did what he does best and dropped a pass in his first game of the season. You would expect nothing less. I mean, you know, I don't know if, do I want it to be, I don't like rooting against guys, but the Rapod Pennycast has a pretty, pretty good ring to it. So uh, we'll see if he can overtake Brashad Perriman. Yeah, I mean, what happens when Brashad gets cut at the end of the preseason? Do we have to rename it? Well, then we have to deal with him signing with the Bills and Andy getting excited. <sighs> you got to love it when players go to the Bills. Corey Coleman is on a fantasy. <laughs> he goes from Deshaun Kaiser <laughs> to, uh, to John Allen and or Nathan Peterman and or AJ McCarron. Hey, don't sleep on Nathan Peterman now. Probably the best of the bunch. That that's, is saying a lot. That's scary. But you hung out with Josh this week? I did. That's exciting. Your it shirt was. is looking pretty pretty fly. Thank you. I ooh, I'm sorry, the cat's playing with the string. Um Yeah, it was good. Josh is uh in town. He's staying at the Ritz Carlton. Um obviously for work so his work's paying for it but um that's cool i've never stayed at a ritz carlton that's the end of my story when i went to california i was not rich enough to stay at the ritz carlton i stayed at the wakefield residence that's true i was there okay all right Um, right, oh and when i was i was trying to look up what was hot in the streets lately to come up with our funny segment but I did come across something that we can say, and Alex Jones cannot, and that's that we have a podcast. We do that, have a podcast that on people Apple. can listen to, and that was talking politics. All right, let's hop into the main topic of the week. Did you get a chance to look at the rankings that I sent you? I actually I looked at tight end and quarterback, and then I I lost interest. Okay, but well, well, well we'll talk about it, and you can react, and we'll see. So yeah. what we did for this week is we ranked. Uh, I went through each position and ranked who I thought was best suited for the 2018 season at that position. So not dynasty because that would be a little different, but who's best set to succeed this year. So we'll run through those rankings. We can, I'm sure everybody's going to have a level head and not get offended by this, um, especially Andy, but uh, at quarterback um, coming in first, I had Scott. Which may be a little surprising, but he's loaded. Uh, he is, and he's got great depth, right? Like, I mean, he yeah. has four guys who could all easily be top 15 quarterbacks. And he has Flacco, who I didn't even include on that list. But he's got Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, Mitch Trubisky, and Joe Flacco. Yeah, that's, that's a good ensemble. I didn't think there was any debate for that because um, a lot of these are really close. But – Following behind him is Sam with Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Derek Carr. Yeah, you know, I think Scott is pretty firmly in front because of the depth, and he'll be able to match up on a, you know, a weekly basis. But 
you know, I think anywhere from like two to six on your list, those could all be in any order. Agreed. It it's really close. Quarterback was and, one of my hardest to rank. And you know, candidly, I, I'm thinking, I think you ranking yourself at third, that's a little high. I think I would take, uh, I would probably put Andy third. We have him. You have him fifth. Yeah. And then I do Josh fifth. And then I might do John. Oh, I would do Josh fourth, John fifth. And I think I would do you sixth. But I, I mean, I'm not saying it's huge differences, but. Yeah. I, that's and that, I that's interesting. So you, you have Sam locked in at second with Wentz and Garoppolo leading the way, right? And Carr, but mainly Carr is a third option, one. And two, you know, Wentz is coming off an injury, but it's not his shoulder. He's still going to be know. a top eight quarterback. Right and and luck, I I think he's gonna be fine, but um, but that's a more significant injury that could. So you said you, know, you we go... don't know. Even if he comes back healthy, he might not be the same guy. You know, yeah, he might so... not be able to be as pinpoint with his accuracy and everything. And Garoppolo could mess around and be a top four quarterback this year. I mean, he Certainly. he balled out, not even knowing Shanahan's system in the first year. So right, yeah, picked up the playbook and started and Which... won five games. Yeah, I don't. I almost just went full football guy and pulled back on that because I knew it wouldn't be appreciated. But you you said Andy third with Cam, Luck, Keenum, and Baker, and I had him fifth. Yeah, I mean, I just think that Cam and Luck each each of those could be QB one at the end of the year. I, uh, I just don't believe in Andrew Luck this year. Uh, I mean, I think he'll be good, but I understand there's certainly a risk associated. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually pretty high on Case Keenum, <laughs> surprisingly. Right. Like, yeah, and I, I like Keenum. Um, game manager, but he should be able to do similar numbers as he did last year. Yeah. So that's Andy. He's I. I personally had him ranked fifth. Adam has him third. Um, going down on my list, I had myself third with Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Blake Bortles, and Andy Dalton. Tell me why that's not as good as third. I mean, I, I think Ben is going to take a pretty big step back. Um, he's already shown that he's really inconsistent, you know, in those home road splits. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's another year older. Every year he talks about maybe retiring. There's a lot of uh, next-gen stats about last season that showed that he definitely regressed uh, from his previous norms. He's still going to put up big numbers because he can dump it off to Lev Bell and he can – He's got Antonio Brown who gets 10 yards of separation every time he runs a route. But I just – I don't think the big numbers are going to be there. You know, Juju had two, what, 98-yard touchdowns last year. Um, I don't know if you can bank on that kind of thing repeating itself. So, I think, you know, he'll still be a fantasy-relevant quarterback. But I think as a QB2, there's – it leaves some some – some margin for error. Some be- some better options. I understand. I'm and just buying the hype that Ben's had a fire lit under his ass, you know, with Mason coming in and he's thinner and doesn't have an offense coordinator he hates anymore. But <sighs> m- moving on to four, we had Josh, which it's funny because he has 17 quarterbacks, but uh, only listed four fantasy relevant for this year. Really, really, maybe only three. Yeah. Yeah, so the, those those guys are Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, Eli Manning, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I'm just super high on Pat Mahomes. 
Me too. Cousins I... will have a good year. I don't think he's going to be light the world on fire, but he'll be a top 12, top 14 quarterback. If, if you want football porn, um, Patrick Mahomes, senior year at Oklahoma State, oh, my God. It's stupid. It's the best quarterback game I've ever seen in my life. But and we, I had Andy five, six is John, and I think this is more just because of the lack of depth. He's got Drew Brees and Matt Ryan, who I'm both of them I'm really high on this year. I think both are going to have Same. huge bounce back years. But then his third quarterback is Sam Darnold, who is probably going to start early on, but we don't really know what that's going to entail. Yep. Then moving on, we I got Matt seven. Um, which you said there was probably a drop-off between a tier of Scott by himself at one, Sam by himself at two, me, Josh, Andy, and John between three and six. So you think there's a drop-off to Matt here with Mariota, Rivers, and Jameis? Yeah, just, you know, not a – can't expect any of those guys to be super high level uh, on a weekly basis. Jameis plus has that three-game suspension. So – I think Mariota's going to be a top – eight quarterback this year maybe top well, 10 sure, i sure hope so with all the best ball shares i have but yeah um but i don't know if you can count on that and and i don't know if he has a you know top three finish potential in him like every other team's qb1 that we've talked about right and the thing is with he's he's got three average to above average quarterbacks but nothing elite so that's why he's seven and it's interesting that you're eight, even though you have the number one quarterback in the entire world in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think I think you could do me or Jimmy right here in this spot. Um, pretty similar situations. Alex Smith is definitely better than Tannehill, and Russ is you know a tier below Rodgers, but it's probably not yeah, as far. So, so the reason the reason I had you down there with Rodgers is because you have Rodgers, Tannehill, and then Josh you McCown. Don't, you, yeah, you don't Eddie, have a backup. Eddie Bridgewater. I mean, the, don't I have? I have another one, don't I? I have someone, Josh Allen. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> but I mean, the uh, thing is, no matter how good Rodgers and potentially Tannehill are, you are looking at two weeks where you play one quarterback. Um, nah, I'll be. Don't worry about me. Okay. Well, and then it's the same situation with Jimmy, with Russell Wilson, Alex Smith, and then the only other quarterback on his roster is Brian Hoyer. We've lamented that pretty, pretty well on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and yet that's still better than Austin sitting down at 10. Austin's quarterbacks are Dak Prescott, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Sam Bradford, and Josh Rosen. Well, at least he has probably two starters locked in all year. Yeah. I, and that, that's definitely better than it could be with getting both of those Arizona quarterbacks, but not great. No, not, not great. All okay, right. moving on, running backs. So you want to start from the bottom up this time? Maybe get a little suspense. Oh, that's fun. That's okay. Going at 10, this is going to be a running theme throughout this podcast. Number 10 is Austin. Um, his number one running back is probably Isaiah Crowell. And then the, the crazy thing is he has almost more <laughs> running back depth than anybody, but there's nobody there. Isaiah Crowell, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, Ty Montgomery, Naeem Hines, De- Deonta Foreman, and Peyton Barber. But over here. Yeah, I know. Um, it's funny that he has all three 
pay, uh, Packer running backs. Um, that might might be a theme of Austin's and his strategy. I don't know. Grab all the people at the same position at the same team. One of them might do well. Uh, yeah, he has two division good. titles. Wait, who's the foreman he has? The one you traded him from the Texans. Oh, Deontay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nine is Matt. Um, he's got Joe Mixon, Marshawn Lynch, Nick Chubb, and CJ Anderson. So there are some players to like there, but again, he's got four fantasy relevant guys and two are very fringy and we have to start three every week. It's wild. Cause what, two years ago, we probably would have said Matt had the best running backs. Yeah. In the yep. But he wouldn't trade me Jeremy Hill, despite the fact that I was willing to give him anything he wanted for Jeremy Hill. <laughs> Matt held strong. And he Dude, I tried I, to trade for Jeremy Hill too. I was a believer. I was a firm believer. And look what it got you now, Matt. This is this is gonna hurt when we get later in the pod, Matt. You're not gonna like it. Um, then Josh, another person who I think we would say always has good running backs, is an eight. Um, he's just had a really bad off season. Um, yeah. He he has Mark Ingram got suspended. Lashawn McCoy, who knows what's going on? Jordan Howard again, who knows what's going on? And then he's got Tariq Cohen and Ronald Jones. Yeah. Um, you know, yesterday, Josh, uh, halfway through his uh, purple mojito. Dude, that looked yeah. – I, I wanted to make fun of him for it, but it looked tasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, halfway through it, he's like, man, what do you th- what's going to happen to Shady? And I'm like, ah, I think he's going to get suspended at some point during the year. We'll see. But, even if he doesn't, uh, the Bills are going to lose every game by 40. Yeah, even if he doesn't get suspended, he's every team is going to zero in on him because they have literally no one else who is, like, average. The crazy thing is LaShawn McCoy might be, like, one of the most general, generationally, like, talented running backs whose career has kind of been disappointing. But he, he's had some impressive – I mean, he led the league in rushing as a second-year player. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't believe Number seven. Anyway, okay. Number seven is Scott. He's got uh, Dalvin Cook, Darius Geis, Giovanni Bernard, Theo Riddick, and Latavius Murray, and potentially Kalen Bellage as fantasy contributors this year. Yeah, um, I mean, I love Cook. Really, really love Geis. Uh, he's gonna a lot of young get... talent. Ah! I mean, he set up great for Dynasty. Yeah, he, he's going to need some of those guys to step up in expected opportunity. Um, His biggest issue is depth. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why he's so low. Uh, John at six. This is, again, this, this goes to show you how many teams are loaded at this position because – John has Alvin Kamara, Sony Michelle, Lamar Miller, Marlon Mack, and Austin Eckler as guys I pinned for this season for him. Yeah, you know that that Michelle knee injury could could really come back to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kamara's great. Miller should have a good year. Mack, kind of a wild card. Yeah, definitely a wild card. Could be a top twenty running back. Could be a 
bottom 20. Yep, and again, a depth thing. I mean, there's two guys you can definitely count on, and then it's a lot of question marks behind that. Yep. Um, then we move on to Sam at five, and this is where it gets tough. One to five is is loaded, and it could be argued heavily, but Sam's got Leonard Fournette, Jarek McKinnon, Dion Lewis, Carlos Hyde, and Duke Johnson. Yeah, that that Hyde signing is a that that's tough for Sam. Deion Lewis and McKinnon, both those guys could be huge booms. Both of them could also be disappointments. So it'll be. I think Deion Lewis is going to be worse than he was last year from a fantasy perspective, though. Yeah, I mean it. it sounds but McKinnon's like going to be a lot better. Yeah, well, I mean that's what we think, but who knows? I mean, I could see Breda getting a lot of action in that backfield, um, and. Uh, and and we've never seen McKinnon as a bell cow. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, if that's more of a 50-50 split, I'm sure he'll still be a good running back. I think he'll probably catch a ton of passes. Top, it helps. We're full top, point PPR. Yeah, we're, we're half point, aren't we? No, we're full. We're full? No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. We're half point. Okay, let's move on. I'll go look at the rules. Um, Moving on to four, Andy, you could say he should be – a lot higher because he has two guys who are top 10 picks in redraft, but he's got Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, Rashad Penny, Derek Henry, and Tevin Coleman. Really good depth. Yeah. The Rapod Penny cast though. It's we're coming. Half, we're half point PPR. You're right. Yeah. Glad I know the rules are only God damn it. Okay. Don't have much to say about Andy because you're up next at number three, and you had the number one quarterback in fantasy football, and you have the number one running back with Todd Gurley, followed up with Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake, Jay Ajay, and Carryon Johnson. Yeah, I just want to go ahead and uh, toot my own horn here. Three of those guys, four of them, really. I mean, Carryon was a first round pick, but one point one zero. Everyone else, I mean, Alex Collins was a waiver ad last year. Kenyon Drake was like a fourth round pick. Jay Ajay was like a third round pick. Those are uh, those are my dudes. Yeah, you kind of pulled that running back core out of nothing. Yeah, I, that's very true. That was a weak point for me in the past, and uh, a lot more excited about it now. Now you're top three in the league at the position. Um, number two is Jimmy, and this is he's loaded. Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt. Christian McCaffrey, Royce Freeman, Chris Thompson, Devontae Booker. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love all those guys. Um, you know, who knows? Like, he could easily, as 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 ridiculous as it is that Andy gave away David Johnson to you, at the end of the year, we could be saying, you know, Jimmy's one and you're maybe two. Absolutely. At this, this is one of the hardest ones for me. Leap. Christian McCaffrey could take the leap. You know, Royce Freeman, uh, Jimmy stole him from me. It's, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, tails off a little bit after that. I don't think Chris Thompson's going to be as fantasy good as he was last year. I think they're going to try to, um, not let him die like he did last year with all those touches. So, yeah, um, it'll be real football good. I'm not sure if he'll be quite as fantasy viable as he was last year, but. Um, but those top four, I think, are show a lot of promise. Uh, and then 
the number one team in the league at running back, I believe, would be myself, which I really need to fix this from last year because it was a weak point. But I had a great offseason. I already had Ezekiel Elliott. I added David Johnson in a trade. I added Devontae Freeman in a trade. Rex Burkhead's stock has been boosted. Matt Breida's stock has been boosted. And then I have Chris Carson as well. All right. Okay. Moving on. What? Okay. I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to say. Uh, No, I was hoping you might brag on it a little bit, but that's okay. We'll go on. Uh, wide receiver, this is really hard because there are so many guys and we play so many guys. I think I probably relied on depth a little bit more than star power, but uh, going through this list. But number one is John. He's got Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, Larry Fitzgerald, Alshon Jeffrey, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, Danny Amendola, and Dante Pettis. Uh, Kenny Britt, you have listed here as well. Yeah, that was the week when everybody was like, <laughs> oh, Kenny Britt's going to start outside for the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard to hard to argue with his top three. Um, Alshon uh, still on pup list, so who knows He'll be fine. for week one. I don't know. They're saying he might not be ready. Cup, love him. You know, you know he's going to get you points every week. Galladay's a home run guy. Amendola, Britt, meh, but... Dante Pettis, everything we're seeing out of 49ers camp is that he's looking every bit the part of the first round pick he was. So Yeah, it's funny when the rookie draft comes around, everybody makes fun of picks, and then all of a sudden they kind of ball out because yeah. everybody made fun of John for Dante Pettis. Um, I had Scott number two with Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, Juju Smith, Corey Davis, Marquise Goodwin, and John Ross. Yeah, I think I think this is a a poor ranking. Um, all all those guys are good. Certainly have have big potential, but uh, I'm not ready to assume. You know, Tyreek Hill and Adam Thielen and Juju Smith Schuster are all going to have the same kind of years they did last year. You know, uh, all yeah, those but neither guys... is Corey Davis. Well, I mean, I don't know. He was sat out again today in uh, training camp. With another injury. Yikes. Uh, John Rosh looks like he's going to be their uh, their number two, so that's good. And everything out of camp says Goodwin has just been balling. But I'm not sure this is uh, – I don't th- – and Mike Thomas obviously is great. Um, I'm, I'm just I, – I think your, your core is better than his, um, which we have – you have you as the third, and I, I would probably put you at two um, – I think AB is better than Mike Thomas. I think AJ Green's better than Tyreek Hill. I think Doug Baldwin is probably better. It's going to have a better season than Adam Thielen. Um, and then the other spots, I think your guys are more likely to have consistent numbers. Got Jameson Crowder. That's a good, safe guy. Kenny Stills could have a great year. Tyler Lockett could have a great year. Alan Hearns could have a great year as the freaking Cowboys number one wide receiver. Like, I think that's um, that's a little bit. It has more depth, certainly, and I even think it's more top-heavy than, than Scott. So I would say you're two. Okay. I, I, can, I can agree with that. Then we have you at four uh, with Mike Evans, Chris Hogan, who might be my favorite player in fantasy football this year, Josh Gordon, who knows, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb, Mohamed Sanu, Tyrell the Gazelle, Jordy Nelson, Anthony Miller, Michael Gallup. 
I don't know why Anthony Miller isn't the first person listed. Um, I love Anthony Miller. That is the next Antonio Brown. That's what all the reports are. Um, Anthony Miller tweeted, I'm not the next Antonio Brown. I'm the first Anthony Miller. So that's really original, Anthony. Thank you. A plus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He wasn't even even bragging. He was just very confused. He said, my mother (laughs) named me Anthony, not Antonio. I know they kind of seem familiar, but they're not. He's having an identity crisis in training camp. But, yeah, I mean, him, Gallup, everyone's saying looks like a beast. He might not be ready to be step in and be their number one, but he, he's looking the part of, you know, a big X receiver, someone who's going to replace Dez. So um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that, that too. It's crazy where you got them in the draft. The receivers felt like crazy. Um, number five is Jimmy, uh, Odell Beckham, Marvin Jones, Devin Funches, Julian Edelman. Rashard Matthews, John Brown, Cameron Meredith, James Washington. And before you say anything, I think I might be really high on Jimmy looking at it just because I'm obsessed with Rashard Matthews. I'm obsessed with John Brown. I'm obsessed with James Washington. I really like Cameron Meredith. I I mean, I like all those guys. um, But looking at Matt next, I think Nuke and Odell are are pretty much on par, right? But I think Odell's had the history of injuries, so I might give the nod to Nuke there, just barely. Keenan Allen over Marvin Jones, that's a, a pretty significant upgrade. Yep. Jarvis Landry over Devin Funches, that's significant. Garcon coming off the neck injury, but, uh, you know, I think he he's better than Edelman. He's probably not better than Edelman, but Edelman, you know, might have a better season. Of the year. Yeah, he's going to probably put up a better year. Um, and then he has more depth, too, I think. Uh, Sterling Shepard, Paul Richardson, Cortland Sutton, Dante Moncrief, Martin. Yeah, yep. yeah I, I think so. That's fair. And like I said, this was this was really tough. And Jimmy's just got a lot of guys I love. I probably have more shares of Marvin Jones in best ball leagues than any other player. Um, moving on, Sam is a guy who's uh, got a lot of really good guys, not a lot of studs. Um, he's got Amari Cooper. T.Y. Hilton, he's probably going to argue that they're both studs. Uh, then he goes on to Golden Tate, Emmanuel Sanders, Nelson Aguilar, Calvin Ridley, Ted Ginn, and Mike Wallace. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of home run hitters. Um, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I mean, T.Y. is is going like top 20 now in, in best ball leagues. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but I, I, I get the, it. I get it. Some of the pretty good, pretty like – top-notch fantasy guys I follow who do a lot of best balls. They're saying they're taking him as high as, like, 18, 18, 19, which I love T.Y. If luck is 100%, you know, who else are they going to throw to in that offense? They really don't have a lot right. of options. All the Jack so Doyle. It could be, but I don't think he's ever had, like, a target share more than, like, 22%. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Yeah, at the end and, of the day, and, and his Ted success Ginn and Mike is going to hinge guys, on Ted Ginn and Mike Wallace are guys that look right. really good until you have to click the button on them on a weekly basis because they yeah. might get zero catches. Right. Um, moving on, Andy is eight. He's got Stephon Diggs, Sammy Watkins, Allen Robinson, Devontae Parker, Deshaun Jackson, Marquise Lee, and Josh Doxson. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good. Not not anyone who's really really great. You know, plus you have Watkins perpetually injured, Allen Robinson coming off a big knee injury, Devontae Parker sucks, uh, Josh Dawson sucks. 
Uh, Marquise Lee is not good. Deshaun Jackson uh, apparently not going to start opposite Mike Evans now. Yeah, um, although he's getting some slot work, but right. Cam Brate and OJ Howard are on the field so much, so that doesn't leave a lot of opportunity for a third wide receiver. And then moving on, it's crazy that this is the ninth-ranked wide receiver core because it's terrible. I'm sorry, Josh. Um, Demarius Thomas, Michael Crabtree, Will Fuller, Robert Woods, Kelvin Benjamin, Taewon Taylor, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, that's pretty bad, Josh. What are you doing, what? man? Josh? Yeah. In, in Josh natural also... Josh fashion, though, watch Taewon Taylor and Cordero Patterson the fuck around the top 20 receivers this year. Uh, well, first of all, Taewon, that'd be great. Um, but Josh didn't hasn't listened to podcast number two yet. Yeah, he texted so... me today that he just finished podcast number one. So we'll get the backlash from him in about three weeks. So, yeah, yeah. Three weeks from now, when season's about to start, Josh is going to be pissed. <laughs> and that's the ninth best receiver core because in Brapod ranking fashion, Austin is sitting at the bottom. His number one wide receiver is not on an NFL team. Des Bryant, Christian Kirk, Albert Wilson, Geronimo Allison, Cole Beasley, Jermaine Curse. Austin is going to regularly start Geronimo Allison this season, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to start him even if Jamon Moore wins the third receiver role. Uh, probably. No Austin, odds. dude, you got to hit hit the waivers, man. There's some decent claims out there you can make. Go, go make them. Yeah. Austin, Austin is going to rival Scott's season for the worst record ever at one and twelve. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's going to be tough for him to win any games. Yeah. Sorry. We still okay. love you. Moving on, last position group. I like your beard. Tight end. Tight end. Adam, you're number one. Rob Gronkowski, George Kittle, OJ Howard, Austin Hooper. I think more than anything, you got depth behind the number one tight end in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I am number two. Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, Charles Clay, Ricky Seals-Jones. Yep, pretty good depth. John is third, Jimmy Graham, Delaney Walker, Mike Gesicki, Adam Shaheen. We really need to talk about, there are so many tight ends on this list who I've had at one point. <laughs> are like, you are you the, the Josh of tight ends? Yeah, I've picked up and dropped so many tight ends. So I'm just going to keep, keep, obviously, all four of my guys. Ricky Seals-Jones I had. Uh, that's it. Continue. Okay. Uh, Josh is at four. This is his highest ranking on any list, I think. Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty I, – I don't like Hayden Hurst as a prospect, but uh, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, that's, that's a really good one-two punch. They're both going to smash this year. Yeah. Matt's at five, has no depth, but he has Zach Ertz and Trey Burton. Yep. Uh, Sam's at six. Jack Doyle, Vance McDonald, and Jake Butt. I had Vance. Seven, Andy has Tyler Eifert, Austin Safarian Jenkins, and Eric Ebron. Yeah, um, didn't he used to have a better tight end than that? I always forget. Who did he give him away to? Oh, I think that was me. Bullshit. Thank you for Travis Kelsey. Um, Jimmy is at eight with Jordan Reed and Jared Cook, and nobody else. He has no other tight ends? No, he does. He's got a bunch of nobodies. Um 
he has Jesse James, he has Gerald Everett, he has Tyler Higby, he has Mark Andrews. But it's bad. Austin. The, Austin is not 10 at tight end. Um, he's got Ben Watson, Cameron Brait, Tyler Croft, and then all three of the Texans' terrible <laughs> tight ends. <laughs> yeah, but when they block for, for Deshaun Watson running into the end zone, they're going to look good doing it. Yeah, they are. Scott, this is tough because he had Hunter Henry, but he's at 10 mm-hmm. now. David and Joku, Clive Walford, Vernon Davis, Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, Love and Joku. Vernon Davis probably is going to end up being his tight end too because uh, Jordan Reed's going to get hurt. But not much else to say. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the. Uh... Are you going to tell the cumulative scores? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can. Um, so adding these things up, uh, say you came in first in a. Uh... First, you got 10 points. Second, you got nine points. Third, you got eight points. Pretty simple for people. Um, Sam, can you do the calculations the for us? Cum- what happened? To- <laughs> the cumulative, the cum- cumulative scores uh, by rosters was pretty interesting. Austin came in last place with five points, and that's really terrible. Um, ninth place was Matt, which surprised me. He only got 17 points. Josh was an eighth with 19 points. Jimmy and Andy were tied with 20 points. Then Scott and Sam were tied with 24 points. And John and Adam both had 28 points. And then I sat at the top with 35. But I thought Matt and Josh's roster, not Josh's, Matt and Jimmy's roster were both much lower than I expected. And um, Sam and Scott were much higher than I expected. <clears throat> Got it. You agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the more fun portion of the podcast. Um, our off the wall segment. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because it was more so your idea. and You led the creative process. Sure. So, um Bouncing around a couple of different ideas this week for what would be a fun segment. Uh, we ended up going, so we'll start with uh, the one that I thought would be funny, but then when we actually tried to come up with anything, uh, couldn't come up with anything. Um, since uh, the Browns are in the hard land of America, uh, I thought it could be kind of funny to, to come up with every team's blank land of America. Um, but I couldn't come up with any. So, uh, <laughs> only one I had was Josh backup quarterbacks of America. Yeah, which isn't funny. Um, no, Austin already made a video that pretty much, sums yeah. It up. So, so we decided to do something a little different, something that hits close to home for all of us, I think. And that is identify which character from Parks and Rec every single one of us is and how we, we run our teams. So this isn't necessarily strength of roster or anything like that. It's just kind of the the personality of the owner in the fantasy football context. So yep. Um, you yeah, want me just ahead. you want me just run down the list? Yeah, run down the list. Tell us why. <clears throat> all right. I, I'll, all right. I'll all right. So main character, right? The person who's in every scene. Um, 
always uh, making binders for the league, always uh, creating hashtag content. Leslie Nope, a.k.a. Joey. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you know, some of the owners just give away their players to him, and so he's always, always at the top of the list because fucking David Johnson is always on his goddamn roster. <laughs> anyway. Moving I just always have to be involved. Moving on. Yeah, you do always have to be involved. Moving on. Major tryhard. Ron Swanson. Uh, everyone likes him. He's also kind of an enigma. Probably could grow a great mustache. John Sopchak. Right? You know, runs his team. He's fun, but you also know he's down to business. He'll drink his snake juice. He'll put on a funny hat. That's John. I think that one works. And John John and I collaborate on a lot of things, so I think Leslie Nope and Ron Swanson are good there. Myself, I identified as Andy Dwyer. Uh, this is a very meta point. Um, I was probably pretty annoying at the beginning of the league. Uh, probably is a, it's a strong word. But there. you know what? Somehow I rebounded, and I became relevant and endearing. And then I won the championship. So I'm Andy Dwyer. I like it. Uh, I got to figure out what order to do the rest of these. I don't. I want to save the best ones for last. Yeah. All right, Austin. You want to go with yeah, Austin? Yeah, we'll do Austin. So Austin is uh, the the weird city ma- city manager from season one. Mark Brandanowitz. Mark Brandanowitz. Yeah, we didn't remember his name, but. That's Austin, because, you know, really early on, you're like, wow, this guy, he's going to be a major player, huh? The, the show's going to be based around him. And then he goes and trades, like, Jimmy Graham for Max Williams. Uh, stuff like that, so. Uh, and then they bring in better then they characters. Have to, then they have to, to uh, cut him, because they're like, dude. They have to get rid of him. Dude, are you drinking on set? <laughs> you can't be drunk. Anyway. All right. Next, we'll go with uh, Scott. We said Scott's Tom Haverford. He wants so much to be great. He really does. He he came in and was is was one of the best owners in the league from a pure like league management oh, perspective. Oh right yeah, away. absolutely. And you know he he really wants to be great. Sometimes he might try to take shortcuts and they blow up in his face. But he knows if he just puts in the work. He's got a great roster. He's done a good job of, of taking it from, you know, the dumps to being relevant and, and maybe a force this year if a couple things break his way. Yeah, and at the beginning of the the show, the season, the league, his roster was good comedic relief. <laughs> exactly. All right, next we'll go to Jimmy. I think this is probably the easiest one. In the whole list. Well, second easiest. We'll get to that. Jimmy is Chris Traker, right? Health freak. Great smile. Phenomenal hairline. Best jawline in the league. I don't think there's any... There's nothing around that. That's that's an easy one. It was, it's one of those things you pencil it in and you forget it. You know? Had literally nothing to do with fantasy <laughs> football. <laughs> He's the Todd Gurley of, of owners. You, you, you know what you're going to get? And it's going to be a beautiful smile. 
All right. Dude, that's too soon. Didn't Todd Gurley murder Jimmy in the championship? Did I? No, it was. It was. I mean, yes, he did. But it was more Le'Veon Bell inexplic- inexplicably not being able to get like 12 points. Anyway. That's, that's just too soon. That's, that's not too soon. All right. Uh, if you're Andy and you're listening to this, you might be wondering who you are. Well, that's easy. Um, one of the more annoying characters, but also certainly entertaining. John Ralphio. And this is the, this was the easiest one. In and the world. if Andy's John Ralphio, then Josh is obviously his annoying sister, Mona Lisa. Perfect. And now that was not what I was thinking. The easiest one is the easiest one. First person I thought of, Matt Schmidt. Quiet, stands in the corner, does performance art. He's Orin. He's got to be Orin. He's going to be really depressed this year. But no one will know because he won't say a word. And he won't try to improve himself. And he won't fucking change his name to something that's real. Again, that that's that hits really close to home. It's disappointing, Matt. We know you're creative. Spread your wings. Fly. Sam, you might be thinking we forgot about you. Oh, we did not. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm just going down this list, and I went out of order, and I got lost. Uh, Sam. Easily forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you do, even if you do it right, you're going to get your balls busted. And it's because you're you're Jerry slash Gary slash Larry Gurgich. You know. Hopefully, you have a huge dick. You're gonna, you have a huge dick. You're gonna <laughs> vacation in Muncie. And and Gail, she's a sweet woman. And Jimmy's gonna bang your daughter. And I think that's goodbye.